Influential podcast dedicated to the profession of pharmacy with over 80,000 listeners worldwide. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to Unscripted, a special podcast series from ShoreScripts in collaboration with the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Unscripted with Shore Scripts is a six-episode series discussing challenges facing patients and care providers and how technology is creating opportunities for change. This series will offer a variety of voices in specialty medications, different pharmacy conversations, and showcase how Shore Scripts is driving best-in-class solutions designed specifically to deliver operational efficiencies and, most important, the best patient care. ShoreScripts aims to keep the patient at the center of all that we do, working to ensure faster, more informed, more accurate, more reliable transfer of information among care management teams. This episode of Unscripted Podcast is powered by ShoreScripts. Today, we will focus on the patient journey and relationship with the specialty pharmacist. We'll review the process from the initial diagnosis to treatment to completion or discontinuation of the special therapy. Our podcast guests will dive into how specialty pharmacists help patients achieve the best health outcomes by providing timely prescriptions and helping doctors and patients manage care. We have two special guests. First, we would like to welcome Sean Grandee. Sean currently serves as Vice President of Healthcare Access at the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, where he leads a division focused on ensuring that the more than 1 million people living with multiple sclerosis in the U.S. today have access to affordable, high-quality coverage, care, support, and services. Next, we'd like to welcome Jeremy Zachs. Jeremy is a senior business advisor with ShoreScript Specialty Pharmacy Team and has worked in the healthcare industry for over 15 years. Jeremy's experience includes working with both electronic health record platforms and pharmacy technologies. Jeremy has an interesting perspective on specialty pharmacy as a type 2 diabetic, which creates passion to help pharmacies improve the patient care experience. Jeremy understands the need for new and improved solutions in the specialty medication space. And now here's our host, the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Todd Yuri. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, we are back. This is the Unscripted Podcast powered by SureScripts. What an incredible partner the SureScripts team has been, really bringing us some interesting conversations about how technology in the hands of our pharmacists is enhancing healthcare as well as digging down into the mysteries of specialty pharmacy. Specialty pharmacy is one of the fastest growing sectors of healthcare in pharmacy. And I've really enjoyed collaborations with many of our guests, including the National Association of Specialty Pharmacies, the one and only Sheila Arquette. A shout out to you, Sheila. You are a rock star. We really enjoyed your conversation with the SureScripts team. Today's no different. We have two amazing people that I'm excited to introduce to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. First of all, I'd like to say hello to Sean Grady, who currently serves as Vice President of Healthcare Access as the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, where he leads a division focused on ensuring that more than 1 million people living with multiple sclerosis in the U.S. today have access to affordable high quality coverage. And Sean, I think this is your first podcast. Am I right? That is correct. My first podcast. Welcome. I couldn't be more excited to have you 
Pharmacy Podcast Nation reaches about 82,000 listeners every 30 days. And it's excited to have you here as your first podcast. So I expect this won't be your last. So we'll we'll actually follow up with you later in the year and really access that knowledge that you have around that disease state of, of MS and multiple sclerosis. I'd also like to welcome Jeremy Zachs. He's the Senior Business Advisor. Jeremy has worked in the healthcare industry in Minnesota for over 15 years with experience working with both electronic health records and pharmacies. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Very welcome. So, gentlemen, I want to just jump right in. Four in 10 of our United States citizens, adults, are suffering with two or more chronic conditions, which is complex. It really drives um, another level of, of treatment and the necessity to have attention around what those two or more conditions are doing to that patient, those patients' lives. The first thing I think of is the world of addiction. I spent four years as a strategist in addiction, and we knew that every time you added another chronic condition, whether that be diabetes or hypertension, it was causing other issues with those patients' families. Particularly patients with these chronic conditions, they speak with their pharmacists far more than they do with their physicians or even the specialists that are caring for them. That really places an interesting opportunity for our pharmacists. And today we're going to dive into the critical role that pharmacists are playing in care management, helping patients to stay on track, stay adherent with the type of therapies that they um, must stay on to, to stay adherent, to, um, to continue to, to be better and to live better. And addressing, um, we're going to be addressing certain questions and concerns, and I'm so excited that you both are here today. And I want to start the conversation out by talking about your organizations and the impact that you're making to patients through pharmacist collaborations. And I'm going to start out with you, Jeremy. Great. Yeah. So SureScripts was founded almost 20 years ago um, with the the intent on really focusing on a couple of things. So increasing patient safety, lowering drug costs, as well as lowering costs for uh, labor for the pharmacies, as well as ensuring quality care for the patients, ensuring that that data is quality as well. So over the last, uh, those 20 years, what we've really focused on, as I, as I was saying, was that the, the electronic prescribing for um, controlled substances, as well as the use of our exchange um, within our products today. Specifically for me, you know, I work in the specialty medications team that really is focused on those um, those those disease states that you were talking about earlier, Todd. You know, it's really important that that we understand the difficulty that patients see when they're trying to get their medications, and not only that, the difficulty that the pharmacies see when they're trying to get their um, you know, prescribe or get the prescribed medications to the patients themselves. So, back in July of 2020, we kicked off a study with um, our, our, one of our partners, um, Acredo, um, in understanding you know, how they're using our products today and really and truly how those are affecting and improving the, the daily use um, of getting uh, medications to patients. So we found three really important things um, that, 
the use of our products, so we have two products in the specialty world, that being specialty patient enrollment, which is a, a, a EHR or electronic health record focused product. And then we also have a product called Specialty Medications Gateway, which is more of the pharmacy push of the product uh, of a product for, for uh, our customers. We found that using our two products today, there is a two-day decrease in speed to fill for for pharmacies. We also found that over 44% of the time, there was decreased calls to the provider offices, which is, I'm sure you know, um, and I'm sure Sean could speak to this as well, one of the most difficult things that uh, pharmacists see as they're trying to get patients on their medications. As well, we also found an improved dispense rate of over 14%. Um, and that was in a short period of time. So if you can imagine if we expand this study even longer, really truly how much um, and, and how important it is for specialty patients to, as well as specialty pharmacies to see the, the, the data that we're gonna get them from our products as well as how important our products are in the daily dispensing of medications. Thanks for sharing that. And it's interesting to think how the specific disease state in treatment must be focused upon because in getting into the treatment, we have to understand the challenges that the patient is facing, not only from a health perspective, but also from a payment perspective. This is why I'm excited that Sean's here with us today. Sean, this is the first time where we've had an opportunity to focus very specific on multiple sclerosis and how uh, the National Multiple Sclerosis Society is helping patients manage their condition and what impact uh, MS Society and the resources that you have are impacting patients based on the pharmacist access to some of those solutions. Sean, can you give us an overview and kind of open up um, the the conversation today specifically around MS? Yeah, I, I think it's really important uh, to touch upon something that you referenced in your opening. So when we think of chronic diseases or chronic conditions, I think a lot of people default to thinking about heart disease, diabetes, asthma, some of the diseases or conditions that are really, really prevalent in the United States. With MS, it is often thought about as a rare disease And up until a few years ago, uh, about two years ago at this point, there were no numbers that would have put it into the stratosphere of something that impacted a million people in the United States. With that new marker showing that a million people in the US are living with this disease, it's really drawn a lot of attention to it. And I, I think with that, what you've seen is that once patients are diagnosed, this is something they're gonna live with for the rest of their lives. is a disease that has a chronic course and it's often unpredictable in nature. And that leads to a whole host of significant health, social, economic problems. I think the society's role is pretty straightforward. We wanna see a world free of MS. And until a cure is found, our goal really is to empower people that are affected by this disease to live their best lives. To do that, we offer a lot of programs and services for patients their support networks, and the professionals that they turn to for treatment and care. Pharmacists obviously are a big piece of the professional workforce that individuals living with MS rely on. And I'd really point to three buckets of resources that we have available that are really important to 
the pharmacy network. Uh, I point to our professional resources center. We have a lot of great information out there on how MS is diagnosed, how it's managed. There are a ton of tools and literature for healthcare professionals to use in their everyday practice. Uh, we host a lot of on-demand and live educational events and series. Uh, one that I really like and that we've had a lot of great feedback from pharmacists in particular on is the Ask an MS Expert series, which is really an opportunity to have questions answered that a lot of healthcare professionals have that may not encounter MS and patients with MS every single day of their professional lives. It's a Q&A style forum, and we have some of the leading experts in the field there to answer questions that are top of mind. And finally, one of my favorite resources, and I think this is a tool that's available to patients, their support systems, as well as their providers, uh, is our MS Navigator team. It, it's a really unique offering uh, that I haven't seen outside of the payer space from a care management or care coordination perspective. Uh, and it can serve as a referral, referral source for pharmacists who want to connect their patients to a team uh, that's really got deep expertise in this space. And that team is there to really help patients overcome all of the challenges that come into play from an access standpoint. That's everything from finding a provider, uh, getting connected to support groups, choosing an insurance plan, or getting financial assistance to deal with the costs which really add up uh, with a disease like MS, where you have a ton of compounding factors in play. Sean, thanks for that overview uh, in speaking to the Resource Center as well as the MS Navigator. When we come back, I want to dig deeper into how pharmacists are specifically challenged and specifically positioned to help patients, their uh, patients with their treatment with multiple sclerosis. We're going to hear a quick message from our sponsor, SureScripts. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Unscripted Podcast. Be sure to visit shorescripts.com and check out their Intelligence in Action blog, which offers smart dialogue about ways to enable better healthcare decisions. The blog has a whole section dedicated to remapping the specialty medication journey. And don't miss the other unscripted podcast episodes about specialty medications, which we've linked in the show notes. Shorescripts, the nation's most trusted and capable healthcare information network. Thanks to all the frontline pharmacists and pharmacy technicians for your work in healthcare throughout the nation. We salute you. Hey, welcome back. Sean, before the break, you were talking about MS Navigator as well as the Resource Center and experts in treating multiple sclerosis. I want to hear more about the pharmacist specifically, someone who is a specialist in MS and helping patients with multiple sclerosis. Absolutely. I'm happy to touch upon that. Uh, so the role of a pharmacist is cross-cutting when it comes to MS, and it really is critical. In the society, we have what's called a comprehensive approach to uh, treating MS. Pharmacists are a core component of that comprehensive care team, and that role really is cross-cutting and depends on the setting. So for many individuals living with MS, their interactions aren't simply uh, limited to a single pharmacist or a site of care. Depending on their unique circumstances, they may have interacted with a clinical pharmacist in a hospital setting or a comprehensive MS center. They may interact with a retail pharmacist at their neighborhood drugstore, and more likely than not, 
uh, they've interacted with the specialty pharmacists in order to access their high cost or high touch drugs. Uh, for many individuals living with MS, all three subtypes are part of their extended care team, given how complex and unpredictable this disease is. I think pharmacists play a very important role in terms of monitoring the disease's progression alongside the rest of the care team and addressing any acute exacerbations or side effects of the drugs in particular. They're uniquely trained and positioned, uh, especially when a lot of these patients have oral intervenants and injectable medications in play. And the comorbidity piece isn't something that can be ignored given the fact that people with MS do live with a higher prevalence of certain comorbidities than the general population. When it comes to the role of the pharmacists, I think you've got dispensing in play, you've got educating patients on proper usage, you've got keeping an eye on potential interactions, you've got a role for them to play in participating in adverse event reporting and response, you've got a follow-up and case management component in play, and probably what I would consider the most important is simply that role as a patient advocate. Uh, in speaking about DMT specifically and the role of specialty pharmacy, I think it's really important to uh, call out the cost and the barriers that exist to getting access and ensuring that there aren't undue delays in allowing people to start a DMT, which is quickly becoming one of the first line treatments. But given its expense, there are a lot of hurdles that folks have to jump over. There are, is a lot of red tape in play. And a lot of times the pharmacists working in the specialty settings are the ones that can advocate for patients, help them get access to those drugs by dealing with utilization management, uh, work that needs to be uh, done and ultimately helping them find financial assistance if in fact it's cost prohibitive for them to start that treatment. Thanks, Sean, for digging in. I really appreciate that insight, how a pharmacist plays that specific role as the treatment provider in, in, in helping our patients navigate treatment. Jeremy, I want you to dig into what Sean was saying and, and share through a personal experience how a regular prescription drug moves through the prescribing and fulfillment process versus a specialty drug. Sure. Before I get started on on giving you kind of my personal story here, I wanted to mention that I am a type two diabetic. So I have experienced a whole, uh, a lot of the, the uh, difficulties that Sean was describing. Now, of course, type, you know, diabetes isn't a, a, as difficult probably to deal with um, from a patient standpoint as MS, but as a, di as a diabetic, it is extremely difficult to, to maintain the, the medication that you're on and ensuring that your pharmacist has the most updated information that you that you have had, you know, whether it's your A1C or you know, the, or you know, waking, et cetera, those things, because there isn't that connection between the pharmacy and the uh, physician a, a lot of the time. You know, the, it is a lot of phone calls back and forth. It is a lot of times, you know, the patient has to be there and advocate for themselves. And similar to MS, diabetes, you really, really have to advocate for yourself. You know, I can say uh, recently I was uh, out of my last refill for my script and um, I 
I, I thought I had more and I was not, and you know, it wasn't the pharmacist's fault, but you know, the pharmacist, you know, the last time I was there, they didn't really mention to me that I had no more refills available. And for me to try and get to my provider and get him to, to get me, you know, to add to my refill or get me, uh, you know, some more refills added onto my script, it took almost four hours just on an over a day or two just to really get that connection there. Whether it was me calling them, then calling my provider, getting that information back and forth is very difficult, as Sean was describing for MS patients. It's just as difficult for a lot of other areas of uh, specialty medications. And for me, I, I think a pharmacist's role in, in all of this is really being that that connector for you between your provider and, you know, from a medication standpoint, from your provider and, and you. But I also want to say as a patient, it's so important to advocate for yourself. And, you know, I think, you know, being at SureScripts and, and really, you know, being in the specialty um, pharmacy area has really kind of trained me to speak for myself um, even more than I had done previously. Because before I would have just thought, you know, great, like, I have to go deal with this again. I'll call my provider in the morning, wait a couple of days, get back to it. But I know for a fact now, you know, I, I, over the, you know, unfortunately the pandemic has really, you know, put this into perspective for me and that I needed to get, get healthier and get, you know, my, get my diabetes more under control. And for me to advocate for myself and make sure that the pharmacist knew I was doing that saying, yes, I will connect with my provider you know, more often to, to get those refills, or even just to, to have that connection with the pharmacist and let them know where I'm at. You know, that, you know, you don't see, you know, I don't know about everywhere in the, in, in the United States right now, but in, in Minnesota, you know, a lot of times when I'm getting my medication, I'm not going into the pharmacy anymore, or I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm a lot of times it's getting delivered to me or I'm getting it through the, the wonderful drive-through tubes, but, it is that personal connection that you could have with the pharmacist is really important. I want to share another story that I heard recently um, from a colleague in that they were telling me that their parent um, was taking care of her parent. And what happened was, is that that patient was out of their insulin and it was a nighttime med that they needed to take and they could not uh, for the life of them, figure out what they were going to do. Well, they called the pharmacy and it was late at night. It was almost midnight. And they were able to connect with that pharmacist and able to get that, the, get that, the, the medication that they needed, that being insulin, their dose of insulin for that night to make sure that the next time, so that, that the patient was safe and their parent, in this case, the patient was able to make sure that they could you know, not have that spike in, in um, sugar levels that you know, would have happened had they not had their medication. Jeremy, it's special that you were able to share with the listeners your experience as someone that's in pharmacy specifically, but someone who is also experienced a, a disease state that is challenging to you. And, a, and I can only imagine our patients who don't understand the systems, don't understand how electronic health records pass information, they don't understand switching, they don't understand any of this. And they look at the pharmacist at the counter or they listen to the pharmacist's name and voice on the on the phone and sometimes just don't understand what those roadblocks are. So I really want to dig into that roadblock specifically. What are the common roadblocks pharmacists and specialty pharmacists are facing and how does this impact uh, patient's care? Yeah, so I think one of the most difficult things today is the use of facts and paper scripts, right? So a lot of times when a specialty medication needs to be dispensed, 
you need a lot of information. It's not just what's your height and what's your weight. Like there's more information that needs to be given out. Are you taking any other kind of medications that might interact with the drug that you're on or about to start taking? Or are there other factors in your life that that might also be affecting it, right? Or have you recently lost a lot of weight? Have you recently, um, you know, been diagnosed with another uh, chronic illness? So those are the really those are the things that are really holding us back. Because when you get a fax or a paper script, the pharmacist really has to do a lot more work to try and understand all of your chronic conditions as well as you know, what other things the provider might've been thinking when they prescribed the medication. And today that's really where, you know, SureScripts has done an excellent job in, in over the, over the last 20 years in, in helping move from facts and paper to those electronic prescriptions. And I want to say, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, I, I, you know, I was saying before about my story about, my, you know, getting my refills over the last couple of um, recently, it, it, it is difficult for that patient or excuse me, provider connection to the pharmacist. The patient sits in the middle, right? So we don't know what's going on. Like I may want my pharmacist or the pharmacy that I'm going to, to make a call to my provider. And I may think that they're doing it, but they might not be doing it. And the same might be going also with the provider. You know, why did it take so long for my provider to get back to me and also get back to the pharmacy? It should be so instantaneous. You know, you get a phone call you really quick, go into the electronic health record that the provider's at and, and hit that refill or, you know, hit that new script, whatever it might be. But it's not as simple as that because sometimes the provider might want to talk to the patient. Maybe the patient didn't understand it, uh, you know, exactly what they were going to be doing and from a, a medication standpoint. And I think having that, uh, that, that, that paper connection is what's causing a lot of issues today and making it more electronic is really trying where we're going as a, as a company today from a SureScript standpoint, but I think also where the, the, the world is going from a pharmacist standpoint and making sure that there's more electronic scripts, whether it's a controlled substance or not, you know, or, or just a regular specialty medication, it's really important that um, we move away from those faxes and and paper scripts because that's where the connections are lost and that's where a lot of time is spent from a pharmacist standpoint as well as from a provider standpoint and patient to to, to make sure that the connection um, is is appropriately done. Jeremy, I think you touch upon some really important points from an MS perspective. Uh, patients living with MS often are dealing with more than one pharmacy. They may be going to an infusion site or their doctor's office uh, for an injectable. They may be doing home infusions. On top of that, they may be having drugs mailed to them that are part, a part of maintenance therapy for conditions that are simply comorbidities. And with all of that, there are a lot of protocols in place that make it more difficult for the patient and ultimately impact a lot of the information flow that occurs. So you have prior authorization, you have pre-certification, you have step therapy, you have quantity limits. All of these things are complex. And on top of that, there's an added cost to the system for those things to take place through outdated uh, modes of communication. I don't know of many in industries where fax machines are still a go-to. I don't know of many industries where there's not information sharing to speed up the process. And unfortunately, I think patients get caught in the middle of all of that back and forth. When it comes to MS, a lot of times you don't have time to wait for all of the approvals to take place. You don't have the luxury of delaying your treatment and with some of these practices on the back end that impact, 
that speed to getting the treatment that you need or ultimately impact your ability to adhere to the treatment protocol, it really can have an unintended effect on the health and progression of that disease for individuals. So Sean, I want to I want to add to just what you were saying there. So the one of the products that I work on today, especially medications gateway, does exactly what it is that I think is really important here. In that, from a it 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 starts off in the pharmacy. It is a pharmacy initiated um, product that we have, and what it does is is it kicks off a, a request to get information about a patient that a provider may not have sent over from that fax or, or paper script, right? So it will go out and it will search most, if not all of your records and say, and say to and, and say to the system, bring me back information that I need to make sure that this patient can get on their medication and get on their medication faster and stop the the, you know what, what you were talking about that that dealing with you know getting one medication at a time instead it will allow us to see all or allow the pharmacist to see excuse me the 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 important and pertinent information to make sure that that patient's medication is accurately prescribed and given to the patient in a timely manner you know I was saying before you know 44 percent of the time we're seeing patient calls to or uh, pharmacy calls excuse me to the to the provider have been cut down. That's where our product has really, really taken advantage of that that search into the ether to find those records to make and bring them back and get them to the pharmacist to make sure that you're getting on your medication in a timely manner. That's fantastic. Uh, I think with patients living with MS, one of the common barriers is unintended. It's that the information isn't there to get something approved. And that is just a byproduct of the fact that there's no single test that will confirm an MS diagnosis right away. You see patients going through the system. They may start with their primary care provider, their general practitioner. Uh, they may be referred out to a neurologist. That neurologist, if they don't have an expertise in MS, might choose to send them off to a subspecialist who underwent additional training in uh, the disease itself. You have seen uh, people that are just going for their routine eye exams that get referred over to a neurologist because optic neuritis is one of the early signs of MS. You see people that may have gone for physical therapy or gone for another provider type visit where some compensatory changes have been noted. So all of those moving pieces make it really difficult for all of the information that needs to be collected to be given to the pharmacies that are often dispensing these DMTs, and they're very highly controlled because of the cost. We could spend a whole lot of time talking about the cost, but talking about the administrative hurdles, I think there are a lot of solutions that could make it easier to get these drugs into people's hands when they need them without delay. Sean and Jeremy, this has been a deep dive and much needed conversation. Um, I want to come back to Jeremy in wrapping up uh, today's podcast because, Jeremy, you have an interesting insight as a patient and as a uh, technologist, as a provider of services um, in the world of, um, of these chronic disease states. So what do you wish how could it be better? What do you wish was a little different? What steps do you think the industry can take to ensure 
access to critical data, seamless communications, and optimized workflows um, could be presented. And, and really understanding how this ties in and benefits the electronic health record so that we're sharing information with our physicians between physicians and pharmacists, pharmacy technicians and vendors to ultimately give a better patient care experience to our patients. You know, I think, I think Todd, you mentioned it in that the communication, I think, is the most important thing that we have today. You know, we live in a world where I can go and, and listen to your podcast from a phone so easily, whereas if I'm trying to get a, a patient script, it is it, it, there are so many hoops to follow through when it's especially for especially medications that it is so difficult sometimes. And a lot of times, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll want to understand, you know, how many patients are actually not answering that phone call and slowing down their time to fill for the medication because they're getting a phone call from their pharmacist or they're trying to connect with their provider. But because there's no central communication point for all of those things to occur, it's very disjointed. And I think, you know, we at SureScripts and, and I know the MS Society and, and, and Sean's team are really trying to focus on these things. And I think that's where we as a, as a healthcare world really need to understand what that ecosystem looks like and make sure that the products that we have today um, from our standpoint, from a SureScript standpoint, or from, uh, you know, just whether it's something, you know, something that else that can connect with our products to make it faster so that when a provider sends a script over to a pharmacist, that the connection is there, the pharmacist sees that you know fast and is able to get the information that they need, but there's a connection back to the patient as well so that they can hear that what's going along along in the process. And whether it's a, you know, like a Domino's pizza little tracker saying, you know, you have, you know, you're, you've all the communication has occurred, we're you know a day or two away from getting this over to you, or it's something else in that. The patient has that communication with the pharmacist, and that pharmacist is calling them. And as I as I was telling you about the story about the the parent looking to get their their um, insulin for their their for their parent, that is done, and that that connection is there. Therefore, the communication is there for all of us to kind of connect as a group and make sure that I get my medication or the patient gets their medication faster and accurately as well. This has been a special conversation. So much appreciate Sean Grande being here for us. Um, and, and Jeremy, uh, Zach, you, you have really provided some necessary insight to our pharmacists and even people that are listening, other healthcare providers, as well as our patients and people that, um, that care for um, our patients and listening to this. I want to mention and give a shout out to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society they have a weekly MS expert webinar series, which happens weekly on Fridays from 1 to 1.30 Eastern time. It's in the show notes. We're going to have links to this webinar series. Um, Sean, what an amazing resource that that is for our, for our HCPs out there too. Absolutely. It, it's, it's a fantastic tool to get your questions answered in real time on a weekly basis. And some of the topics that are touched upon are just so critical and so important. Uh, I would love to have more and more pharmacists participate. And I think this is a good step in getting the word out. 
Sean and Jeremy, once again, thank you so much for participating in today's episode of the Unscripted Podcast powered by SureScripts. A SureScript shout out. Your team has been instrumental in giving us the best information through audio and really enhancing the pharmacist role um, in, in using technology in specialty pharmacy. And we're looking forward to our next episode. Thank you so much, pharmacists, for what you do. You are our most favorite providers. A shout out to our pharmacy technicians, the right hand of our pharmacists out there. If you need anything from the SureScripts team or the Pharmacy Podcast Network, please reach out to us. You'll find all of our connections in the show notes. You can find the Pharmacy Podcast on all social media platforms going to at Pharmacy Podcast. And with that, we're wrapping up today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everything that you do for our patients and communities. Thank you for listening to Unscripted, a podcast series from ShoreScripts. For more information about how ShoreScripts can help your organization, please visit us at shorescripts.com.